Oh shit, this this homeless guy, uh, I was buying a ticket at the Dart, which is the, uh, for people, I mean, people know uh, the, the train system here, right? Buying a ticket to get on the Dart. And, the, and I had my mask down because I was talking to my buddy and whatever, it's down, and this homeless guy walks by and goes, oh shit, I just spilled my coffee. Did y'all see that? Oh my God. Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest we discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Let's just jump into this. Look, my guest today is, my guests today are Jake and Connor Allen. Um, Jake is an actor, Connor is a director, they are brothers, and they made a movie, it's called No Man's Land, okay, not to be confused with Nomad Land that's out right now, that's not the movie, No Man's Land, three words, um, it's about the border crisis, okay, um, tells two perspectives of basically, um, you know, the side of Mexicans coming over and, um, Texans on the other side, right? It tells both perspectives about something that happens. So we dig into that, um, you know, in the podcast, talk about the movie. Uh, it stars Andy McDowell, George Lopez, Frank Grillo, and uh, Jake Allen, who's also, who is the star of the film. Um, and Connor directs it. So it's a great film. You can find it on Amazon right now. So rent it, um, rent it before you watch it, if you want, or afterwards. I think there's a couple spoilers or whatnot, but, you know, doesn't ruin the movie as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, it's not like a twist and turn sort of movie. Um, it's a phenomenal film. It really is good. Hit close to home. You know, if you've watched the podcast or listened before, if you're a fan, you know that I'm, you know, uh, my mom's from Mexico. So yeah, the, you know, yeah, this did definitely hit close to home. Um, I could definitely relate to a lot of what was happening in the film and could understand it. So, um, really enjoyed it. It's a really great film. So please check it out and enjoy our conversation. Uh, also I have a very something, I have a very something, listen, I can't even speak English guys. Um, we are <laughs> we're doing a giveaway, okay, with free birds. And I've got some gift cards. We're going to be giving out gift cards on our social media. So check out our social media, Lone Star Plate TX, and uh, on our Instagram, okay, specifically our Instagram, Lone Star Plate TX, and find out how you can win some free birds gift cards. All right. So um, yeah. And I've got a few notes from free birds, okay, uh, for them giving us the gift card. So let's talk about that real quick. All right. At Freebirds, we are Texas's number one burrito. We serve up endlessly customizable burrito and bowl options for every taste bud. We're a Texas staple with over 50 locations statewide. Get lost in the sauce at Freebirds with a variety of unique sauces, from barbecue and ranch to including insanely delicious creamy jalapeno and habanero. Ooh. Freebirds legendary queso blanco is a must try. Have it as a side or drizzled on top of any entree. Freebirds has been voted the most craveable restaurant brand by consumers the last two years in a row by Nation's Restaurant News. Stay up to date for exciting announcements from Freebirds this year by following them on Instagram at Freebirds World Burrito and download the Freebirds app for special offers. Oh, I didn't even know they had an app. Okay, so there you go, guys. Um, and, you know, of course, when you follow, on, uh, follow us uh, Lone Star Play TX for the Freebirds uh, giveaway. We're, we're going to have their handle too and all that. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a sort of a co-thing, right? So 
um yeah freebird's awesome man i've had lots of burritos from there lots of stuff uh got this rice bowl that's delicious uh, service is always fast and good and you know it's like dude don't go to chipotle y'all okay go to freebirds it's that simple do not go to chipotle okay come on how many horror stories you've heard about chipotle go to freebirds it's delicious so and we're very excited to give away these gift cards so thank you to freebirds and uh yeah okay and uh apologize for that um also our website okay go to the lodestarplate.com you can find out the rest about uh you know our podcasts and everything else so and of course our youtube channel the lone star plate podcast please subscribe hit the notification bell so you can be notified about all the new episodes and clips we put out every single week we put out a ton of content every single week so new content all right um quick word from our sponsor texas real food and then um we'll be back all right Hi, I wanted to talk to you about other things that are on the Texas Real Food site that are just as amazing as putting in your zip code, finding the best place around you that's serving, you know, all natural, fresh, organic ingredients, all right? There's resources on there. Reviews, blogs, articles, and most importantly, Texas Real Food recipes. So you can find things on there that really aren't on any other site. I promise you that and stuff that's pretty standard, but we give it a twist, right? That's the chef way. Something familiar with a twist. So we've got, for instance, cinnamon spiced hot cross buns. You can also find a great Texas strawberry cheesecake recipe. Just amazing stuff. So please check it out at texasrealfood.com. All right, back to the show. All right, please, again, check out Texas Real Food, texasrealfood.com. And uh, yeah, thank you to them. They always make things happen. All right. Um, but let's just get to the episode. I'm looking at my notes like, well, what's, what's going to change? Nothing. Let's just get to the episode, right? Let's do it. Um, Jake and Connor Allen. The movie is No Man's Land. Again, find it on Amazon. You can rent it currently. Um, and again, just a phenomenal film. Uh, if you, I honestly recommend watching it before you listen. I recommend always watching something before you're going to learn about it, Right? afterward like you know what i'm saying even if there's no spoilers it's like i don't even like trailers y'all to be honest with you i don't want to know anything about anything maybe just who's in it who directed maybe maybe a quick blurb about what the movie's about obviously but sometimes not even that i'm cool if i know a few actors and i like them i'll watch it what's it about i mean i figured they wouldn't have chosen it if it you know wasn't something cool so anyway let's get to it guys jake and connor allen the movie is no man's land enjoy Hey, there we go. Bam. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Y'all as well. Y'all in your uh, office or yeah. what is that? Like? Yeah. Yes. We don't have as cool an office though. We don't have a corrugated iron Texas. Oh God. Well, I mean, this is, this is my house. This is where I live. Dude, this is a, this is crazy. Y'all would appreciate this being from Texas. This is i I'm in Dallas right now. This yeah. is an old original uh, elevator door from a sears building that was built here like 1906 or something it's yeah. pretty cool yeah I, cool. I love stuff like that you know old yeah. yeah where in dallas are you i'm at south side of lamar okay cool yeah right down like downtown-ish yeah. I guess. 
sort of sort of around there. Where are you guys at right now? We're in North Dallas. People, um, Preston Hollow, raised, you know, live there. Walnut so Hill, twenty. Well, is, and that that where you guys are right now? No, no we're in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, okay, right on. Yeah, better here actually. So yeah, can't complain too much right now. No, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Um, well, as you heard, everything like opened up here, right? Like uh, California yeah. is still, well, well, well California is kind of opening up too, right? A little? The, yeah, we have all these, I don't know if it's like in Texas exactly, but uh, we have all these color schemes. So we're like, everything used to be purple, which was the worst. And okay. we, just, we just moved to the red, which is less worse. <laughs> really? Uh, purple uh, sounds no, like less worse. I don't know. Theaters. No, we're red. Oh, yeah, red is better than purple. <laughs> that does not make sense. Or less dark red. Uh, but movie <laughs> theaters are starting to open back up in limited capacity. And restaurants, I think, some limited some capacity indoor. inside. That's a big you know. Indoor seating. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. But the, mask, yeah. the masks are still huge here. I mean, yeah. you, you really yeah, not just go mask. anywhere without a mask here. You know, to be honest, I was just talking with a friend. Uh, we, I went out this weekend here in Dallas to go. I, honestly, my first time to really hit a bar like in a while, to be frank. And yeah. honestly, everyone's wearing a mask. Everyone's being yeah. cool. It's not like people are like, I, I think that's what the world, you know, oh, Texas, you know, allowed no mask. All, like everybody was just going to be out dancing in the streets, like naked, no mask like that, that, that. And that did not happen at all. Like people were still doing the same thing before like nothing really changed if i'm you know what i mean it's weird yeah, yeah that's yeah, our country here i feel like that's our country certainly that's that's texas it's country uh but yeah. you know, <laughs> personal, personal choice personal freedom sort of above all else and like mm -hmm. if it's in my interests i wear a mask and totally everyone's cool everyone's cool everyone's wearing a mask yeah everyone's being cool in fact this no shit this this homeless guy uh i was buying a ticket at the dart which is the uh, yeah. for people to, I mean people know uh, the the train system here right yeah. buying a ticket to get on the door and the, and I had my mask down because I was talking to my buddy and whatever is down and this homeless guy walks by and goes oh shit I just spilled my coffee did y'all see that oh my god anyway the the guy uh the guy the guy goes uh uh listen you know you should have your mask on right now it's not helping anybody I was like god damn okay <laughs> like really people are so people are serious about it here hang uh, on guys I have to grab <laughs> like a quick a quicker picker upper here no I'm glad to hear it's that. much nicer than the uh, homeless advice that I've gotten over the years. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah this, uh, listen, this guy was like all about it, yeah. you know, pr protecting. Yeah. I think he's just protecting people on the platform. That's what yeah, I assume. For sure. Yeah, you're in his house, you know. Totally, dude. I honestly, he was right. Like, I can't blame him. The guy was right. Dude, these uh, paper towels, shout out to H-E-B. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, that was all planned, right? right. That was, that's that's a, that's a, <laughs> yeah, this is a sponsored segment, guys. Just that's so a podcast sponsored. sponsored yeah. Dude, I cannot believe I spilled my espresso. Y'all have no idea how much like, yeah, I'm, addicted. Like I'm addicted to espresso. Uh -huh. No, I'm disappointed now. Now I'm going to leave it here for everyone to see this little pool yeah. of... No, you work, you work your ads in just like super seamlessly. Dude, beautiful. Oh, yeah. beautiful. I, I, I dropped my Nespresso. Uh, it was yeah. a <laughs> cream version, which I think is delicious. I'm so disappointed that I knocked it over, but at least I had these, these perfect but it's only 250 so <laughs> Yeah, but it's only 350 so I get another one. That's funny. Yeah, totally. Honestly, like shout, I mean, for real, that, those uh, paper towels, like legit, anyway. 
Guys, let's get to your movie. Listen, I apologize. This is look, this is a little bit like this podcast. OK, it's a little out there. It's a little whatever. That was that was not planned. But uh, that, that that does explain me a little bit. I'm a little messy here. So anyway, uh, yeah, let's get to this movie. Guys, this movie was was great. Look, uh, I got to I got to tell you, all um, confess a little bit here. I guess people that listen to the podcast know a little bit about my backstory. But, you know, my mom's from Mexico. I, I sort of I heard a little bit from some interviews. Y'all y'all sort of grew up like going to Mexico with your father and going back and forth. And I sort of had the same sort of experience uh, going to a little deeper in like Mexico City. That's where my family's from. So same sort of thing where I didn't realize till I was a teenager how different of growing up it was, to be honest. I thought everyone was growing up like me, going back and forth between a different country. And, you know, that's just what you did. And I thought the same sort of thing. I found that so interesting that I don't meet many people like that, that, that yeah, had that know, sort of same experience. In, in, in our country, in the U.S., I mean, we travel, we go on vacations and things like that, like Americans. But there are a lot of Americans who are proud to not have a passport. That sure. To go to the Grand Canyon and, you know, do stuff here. And that's fine. Uh, but when you're a kid, you do, you, you think whatever your situation yeah. is, is the norm. And then when you, you know, get your 20s or something, you're like, oh, you, you know, you meet other people. And you, oh, you've never traveled. Uh, yeah. you've never been to Mexico City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. But you, but it, traveling does add so much to your life experience and gives it really you, does. Uh, for one thing, uh, such a sense of gratitude that that you were born you know north of the border and it gave because you get gave you opportunities that just just don't exist other places and sure you know, it sounds cliche to say uh and it, it, it is but it is also just it's just true um we both lived uh in indonesia for a couple of years too oh, and wow. i lived there for almost four years and uh you know, you just get an appreciation for what you what you have when you see some societies that don't have don't have sure. it at all. You know. Yeah, and also, do, do you not think also as well like what you wish your country had as well? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Those are some things too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just because it's not all about money, right? It's you know. Yeah. I think there's part of culture in, in Indonesia. Exactly. That we don't have that's beautiful or you see sure. you see places like mexico that maybe the people there don't have as much money and yet they seem to be a happier culture just generally <laughs> yeah. uh, with a tenth of the money or something and you start sure. to realize okay well, maybe we need to re rethink some things up here too yeah there's there's things you know like like to one of the obvious things would be like the, the family culture the latin family culture that maybe you you had um in Mexico, after you know, if you go to college, after you go to college, you come back home and live at home sure. with your mom. And that's and it's not because you don't have. It's not just about you know saving money. It's just like that's what you do. That's your choice. Um, because you, you typically don't leave till you yeah. get married. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And in the states, that's just not how. That's just not how we do it. Uh, not at all. You're ready to get okay. the fuck out of town the moment yeah. you can. Very yeah. yeah. <laughs> failure or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, that is interesting. Uh, yeah. That, you know, and there's also this sense of, I mean, it can exist a little bit in American culture. I got, cause I did experience both. My dad's from Missouri, you know, my mom's from Mexico. They couldn't be further apart. You know, my mom didn't even speak English when she met my father, you know, like, and my dad didn't speak Spanish, you know, they somehow made it work, but you know, I think too, like in Mexico, like something I noticed too, like everyone, 
not just the kids coming back after college, that sort of thing, but also like grandparents, everybody state like lives at home. Like you take them in, you know, it's, it's like yeah. part of the, it's just part of the lifestyle. And here it's like, well, we found you a great home, grandpa. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and there's nothing wrong with that at the same time. It's just different. It's just yeah. different. It's different. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. It's just different. Especially if, you know, your grandpa, it's like they're far away, right? It does. You do see them less, but if they're living at home, I mean, you are having dinner with, you know, but it's also, look, there's also a, a dark, I don't want to say a dark side to that, but if you are Latin and you have experienced it, th that also creates a lot of stress in the family because you're trying to live your life and you're having to take, and there's a lot of resentment too. Yes. It's like there's both. It's so I guess it's same sort, right? It's the same, uh, you know, there's this line in the movie that really struck me and I'm sure it's a part of the whole idea of the movie, but the the one this one guy looks out at uh texas or mexico i can't remember which way he's like oh it looks just like mexico right texas mexico it like it looks the same that's the truth right it's all the blend where does the blend happen where does it right like yeah. the change yeah, we, happens we talked a lot about like a border is really just a line in the dust and <laughs> yeah that's something we kind of wanted to show through that through that line or that moment was like we you know borders are man-made um they didn't, they didn't always exist. We, we yeah. them and, you know, whether there's a wall there or not, or a river or something, it's sure. the ones that draw the lines. Um, yeah. 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 It, it, but there really is no different when you're looking out, right? Like, it's like, if you grow up in Southern Texas or Northern Mexico, you're going to experience a lot of the same. Yeah. It's same all part of the same desert. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the movie's about, no it's called no man's land it's about the area in between right and this no man's land that is that actually exists so this is for people outside of texas like this wasn't y'all didn't make this for the movie right y'all didn't like design this for the, mo this, this yeah, the movie this actually movie exists. starts in this area this this real area called no man's land or the, the people have you know given the title no man's land to um which is this area that's like in between the rio grande which is the hard you know the the hard border and the border wall. So people, you know, people talk about the border wall all the time. And sometimes you forget that there's already hundreds of miles of that built. And it's usually not right on the border. There's, you know, 10, 20, 30 miles of, uh, of the United States in, south of that border, but north yeah. of the, the river. And uh, there's people, American citizens that live there and have homes and businesses and, you know, their, their enterprises. And uh, they're kind of stuck. And we thought this was an amazing starting point for our movie because these people are stuck in this land that has no, it has no country. Yeah, they're U.S. passport holding citizens, but like they're, north, they're south of the wall. So, the, and this is true. I mean, the Postal Service does not deliver. The, you know, the police won't wow. drive by. Yeah. Um, Who's you're alone. This is a law. This is a lawless, you know, twenty mile strip. That's crazy. Right, between the two countries, yeah. and and you know, you're on your own. You're you've been forgotten. Um, wow. And that's that's the the genesis of our story, and then it leads to a a big kind of epic journey south through Mexico. Sure, absolutely. Um, yeah. It, it, who named this no man's land? Like, do you know who? The people there. The people there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's it's a in World War One the, the the space in between the trenches was yeah. called land and so what are other names have you heard for that i'm sure there, there's got to be some other for the for land the, in texas 
Yeah, or for that, for No Man's Land. I'm sure there's other locals may have some other sort of slang for it or something. I don't know. Is there other names for it? I'm not sure. You know, honestly, No Man's Land is really what everyone has grabbed. I've heard different sources call it No Man's Land. People even, you know, they have uh, signs for like now entering Texas and, and that. And the locals have literally gone there and put their own handmade signs that say now entering no man's land oh wow you know at the end of the day they might not be from us or mexico but they're from texas you know Uh, (laughs) and uh you know i think it's their way of saying you know calling calling the government out in a way absolutely of course this is crazy this is kind of a crazy situation right you would be like wait and they pay taxes right yeah yeah no and when the wall comes when the wall came up you know it, it created their land south of it basically became valueless. You couldn't sell it if you wanted to because oh my god, there. Um, oh my god, created a real problem for you know. We saw stories of uh, yeah, there was a guy who who had a, a, a successful golf course right on the oh, yeah. front. I think it was just just outside of El Paso, maybe or Corpus Christi uh, or Brownsville. Um, but Brownsville. big big successful golf course right on the border, you know, just north of the Rio Grande. Yeah, and they put the wall in public domain, you know, north of his property and then cut him off from all of his potential clients <laughs> patrons and you know his his business was just without value at that point um who oh that's who, horrible who's gonna fix that that he's yeah just he's screwed yeah he's yeah. shit out of luck yeah absolutely i mean that's sort of what happened when we expanded west like with railroads right didn't we just like take over ta- like like right through a town just like well y'all are gone we, you know we got right. a the bigger purpose right i guess that's the, the greater that good yeah. yeah yeah the greater good that's and the, sometimes the greater i mean you know yeah yeah we needed the trains whatever but the greater good can leave you know somebody shit out of luck and that's what happened i mean that's sort of in order for somebody to i mean i guess this isn't always true but in order for somebody to get something, someone else has to lose something. I mean, sort of, maybe, uh, I don't know. Oof. Yeah, it's kind of like the, the zero sum economics. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, ah, it's tragic uh, for sure. No, um, and th- this film does a great job of, um, you know, showcasing that land and showcasing, you know, and I'm sure y'all have talked this to death, but like showcasing both sides. Okay, I get that. Y'all, y'all make this movie. You, you, you can't just show one side, right? Like that would be ridiculous, yeah. uh, to be honest with you, right? It w- that would have not made any sense. Uh, so that's great that, that both sides are shown and you do show that, like you said, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like we all go through the same struggles. We all want the same things. We all, right? That, that really is um, yeah. the veil that separates, you know, people when they're afraid of something they don't know when they actually find out about it, it's like, oh, well, you're not that different from me, to be honest with you. We, you know, yeah. we just speak you're, a different language. Yeah, that's absolutely the point. And we, we were trying to make a movie that was, you know, fair and equitable to both sides. And that generally, you know, we're obviously this is a highly contentious, polarizing subject. Of course. It's a movie. I mean, you're making a, you got to make a movie. I mean, you yes. Know, and what, we were trying to do something that isn't p- political. Sure. People, people will make their own judgments they'll watch it and they'll they'll have their own thoughts and opinions and the politics will be there but in the film we avoided it yeah um, you know the setting does the setting and the situation does that for us and sure. we just want to make a human story about you know some ranchers in southern texas and some migrants in mexico and you know these people through sort of no direct fault of their own you know they 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 both want the same thing which is a better life for their kids they're both struggling they clash and it leads to some tragic and beautiful fallout and and that's you know 
that's the, the journey of these people in this movie. Yeah. I, look, I don't mind discussing spoilers because I'm going to put at the intro that you need oh. to have seen the movie. I, I've, I like digging no, deeper. No, 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 I, no to watch the podcast until they've seen it. Dude, I, I can't talk about a movie like spoiler free. Like that's impossible for me, especially when I've seen it. Like that's just like impossible for me, you know, at yeah. this point. I mean, if the movie hadn't come out, of course, but it's out. You can get it, right. you know. Uh, right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy to, you know, discuss any spoilers because I, I think we just get more in depth on, you know, some of the story points. So, you know, a couple of things that I thought were funny and interesting was this uh, scene where you have to use the is it called a lasso from the rope? Is it a lasso rope? I don't know the technical term. I should know it. I'm a Texan. Uh, but you like use it as a weapon in a way I've never seen in the movie, which I was great because you, that's in a lot of Westerns, uh, but not the way you used it, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, we I mean, we talked about that. I mean, we really, you know, just wanted to em embrace and like pay respect to like the cowboy. Sure. And yeah. just how this sure. is just like a part of him and riding the horses, you know, like it was. I think in an earlier script before we'd sort of really embraced this, like, okay, we're, we're actually making a Western. You know, we, yeah. we have a basic story already laid out and scripts and everything. And at some point, we really started to be like, okay, this really is a modern Western. That's what we're doing. Jackson is a cowboy. He's, he's, you know, he's on the run from the law. You yeah. know, these are like archetypal Western uh, metaphors. And like, we're just going to embrace those and, and do our own spin on them. And I think at some point, you know, that weapon was something else. And yeah, like, it was what, originally what the reins of the of Yeah, the that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Which would have been cool too. That's a, that's interesting too. But the way you use the lasso is very unique. Yeah. I mean, for people that may be watching it thinking, Oh, that's what you do. No, yeah. it's not how it gets used like at all. I thought that was cool. I think another thing was just trying to be realistic with everything while, while still making like, in I see. Yeah. Action -packed Western. You yeah. look at that scene. You okay. Okay. How realistically does this kid get away from three guys surrounding him? Like, totally. Was, and one's got a gun. He's got a rope, right. he's got a hat, and he's got his reins on the horse over there. He's gonna use the rope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. Now you wanna be a good, you wanna be like a good screenwriter, a good storyteller, and set that up earlier with when he uh, releases the, the bull or the cow and he and he whips he whips his rope to like shoo the bull away to kind of like uh, out, remind the audience, like he knows what he's doing. He like, he's got yeah. that rope. Because we all okay. hate movies where you don't see and, you know, the, the character's got a knife at the end to save his life. And you're like, where was that knife the whole time? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the actor with the fireplace. Like, you, you yeah. gotta set it up. Yeah. Totally, yeah. totally. No, for sure. No, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, that, that scene, too, where you throw the rock at yeah, the guy I mean, and you yeah. just fight. You, you dead nail that guy with the rock. Yeah. I love that. It's so cool. Yeah, he needs to be a, he needs to be a pro baseball prospect. Yeah. Pitcher. I was thinking, why is he not chunking rocks? This baseball yeah. player, like, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's just funny when the movie started. I actually thought, you know, your character was not going to be a cowboy because you had a baseball hat on, you're throwing a baseball, and I thought, okay. Yeah. And then there's, there is a visual click when you have you switch to the cowboy hat. There's a clip. There's a visual like you're, you're wearing a baseball cap up to the point where I think it's where George Lopez first confronts you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where the first cowboy hat comes on. I thought it made you look different. It made you, it made it seem like, oh, is he a cowboy? I didn't I didn't know where it was going. You know, I don't know where the story is going. And I yeah. thought, well, maybe you're you're the brother that like, you know, 
didn't really cowboy up and you're going off to New York and you know, they're not going to be happy about it. But I actually liked it. It didn't go all the ways yeah. I thought, right? Like that's actually better for the story, uh, but you were a cowboy. Yeah. You know? I, mean, I think that's kind of what uh, my character Jackson was dealing with was, which yeah. is he a cowboy? Should he be a cowboy? His dad's like, put his dad's telling him to put the baseball cap on, you know? Totally. Yeah. That was a change. I thought. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's, you know, that's what's happening to the cowboy in general in america no the baseball thing stuck uh it's very texas right it just it, it just stuck it was very you could tell this was well i don't know if you're a texan i think you you know that this was made by texans which is cool uh, right? if you're not you may not notice some of those details which is fine that actually helps the story right like in some ways yeah. as a filmmaker do you want everything you put on to be caught by the eye does that make sense like do you want people no, to yeah. notice every little thing yeah, I think most of your decisions are subtle enough that some people will make a connection to it. And some people are just watching that part of the movie and it means nothing to them. Yeah, right. it, it just helps. It, helps. it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what it is? It's like the legs on a chair that they're sitting on. Like, you, you don't, you know, it's supporting you up, but I'm not thinking about it. Yeah. You know, it's just part of it. So it helps uh, for sure. No, that's awesome. There's little um, things that like, I do think because we're Texans and we understand that mindset and, and People think, you know, if they're not from Texas, they think they get, it. oh, Texas, Texas bravado or whatever. But like, sure. you don't get, it. <laughs> you know, like it, know. it's more than you think. And yeah. that's okay. Um, yeah. But there's yeah. something, quite a bit of that. Oh, yeah. they, you know, when appropriate. No, for sure. What, what are some things in there that are very like Texas to y'all? Well, I mean, certainly there's this I mean, big line in the movie when he's in the bus. Um, and my dad says, we're not from america we're from texas oh yeah, yeah I say that i say that too i say that i'm a texan first the kind, yeah, second texas first you know the, the republic of texas you know yeah. i mean it's 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 uh it's you having that flag behind sure. your desk right now. and on your desk how many states really like take real pride when i went to school i brought a texas flag with me 100 um, and you know that's i think we're the I only one one and who, who I don't, I can't think of anyone else. I went to school in the Northeast and I can't think of anyone else who was trotting around there. Really Come on. Like, oh yeah. Hey, check out my, check out my Idaho flag guys. Yeah. You know, no, like, yeah, nobody cares. And, uh, and you know, maybe those other people don't care about our flag, yeah. but we do yeah. enough, <laughs> enough to buy one and bring it. I think uh, we care enough for everybody. I don't need you to care. I care enough for both we, of us. We right? Definitely. We definitely do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's a that's an international thing too. Like I lived in Spain for a while, and they same thing. Texas is you know huge. I mean, people know Texas, man. Like there's no no doubt about it. It's a state with it with a real cultural identity that is not synonymous with anything else. You know, I think sort of the South has its identity, but that's sort of a conglomerate of a bunch of states and different thoughts but like texas really is it's it's its own identity um yeah absolutely and you know what what this film like do you feel like the just what this film is about that's also part of texas identity right like if you if you're outside of if you're traveling with and you tell somebody from texas not saying always but that conversation can definitely come up immigration the border right like that's yeah. like yeah it could be part good of, yeah people, totally some people don't don't like it <laughs> Yeah. Of course, everybody's yeah. got an opinion on it. Yeah, they, they have an opinion. Um, you know, you like you were saying about uh, in Texas, people 
the mask mandate went away and like yeah people have an opinion they think all oh, those those stupid hillbilly texans or whatever and you know some people don't like the the freedoms that you know texans are taking for themselves or whatever but um it's like you talked about with with this movie being about the other and the fear of the other is we can have i mean i think our our takeaway is like you can have cultural identity and not necessarily have that be in conflict with someone else's cultural identity it's okay for yeah. us to have like it's you okay know to be different yeah it's okay yeah. to be different i mean yes country you know has <clears throat> to be the same you can have your own identity it can it can mix i mean you're a mexican-american and you're incredibly proud of being a texan sure. and yeah, you can you can mix all that. Up. I mean, that's you know the, the beauty. I got of Mexican it. flags too, and and <laughs> right, and so it's like <laughs> I'm all of it. Yeah. Of that's hopefully the beauty of America as a whole. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's room for it, um, and unfortunately, yeah. that's not always the case. You know, sometimes it turns into a lot of conflict. Yeah. That is that is the where the conflict begins. You know, that is. I always tell people, look at food. Look at how food marries well together, right? But we're people are like food. We can we can come together the same way, right? You can have uh, whatever in a city. You can have different types of food. Everybody gets along. It's not like the Koreans, right? They're making their barbecue or like, oh my god, these guys are making food over here. No, we need to get rid of them. No, everyone's like, yeah. you know, Texas is a very, actually, a very food friendly state. You can get any kind of food uh, from any ethnic background. You know, it's very diverse in that sense. You know, I don't think people realize that, but that could help us. Yeah. yeah. I say food because I'm a chef. I come from the food background, so I'm all about food. Yeah. I think food brings people together. I really it, do. It does. You yeah. know, it really does. And when you, you know, let's say when you travel and you go, uh, what's a big part of when you travel? What's a big part of, I don't know, for me it is. First thing I'm doing is where are we eating? What's going right. on? Right. Like, what's the how can I connect with this place? It's through food is the first way. Absolutely. No, I mean, that was an important, you know, scene in the movie and something that we grew up uh, embracing and knowing about was the the big Mexican family Sunday lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, something yep. that we would go do with our dad and his friends in Mexico City and be at lunch for five hours. And yeah. there was something important that we wanted to have in the movie is like when, you know, when does Jackson earn that Mexican lunch with the family and get to sit around, sit around the table for six hours with the abuela and all of that um, as they do. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's amazing. I, I love that you guys have that perspective and we're able to bring that to this film. Uh, again, I, you know, some people watch the movie aren't going to know that aren't going to know that y'all have that deep connection. But um, to be honest, the, this, a lot of the film feels very real, even the scenes that are set in Mexico and with Mexican actors and the Spanish is real too. There's nothing I hate worse than watching a film or somebody speaking Spanish that doesn't know what they're doing. And it's the, it kills it for me. I mean, yeah. it just immediately takes me out of it. And, uh, we tried to go as authentic as possible with all that. I mean, from a script standpoint, you know, like Jake wrote it with uh, a Mexican co-writer named David Barasa. Um, and you can tell, you can tell it's legit. Yeah, and, and all of the actors playing Mexicans were not the only Mexican American in the movie is George Lopez who, who plays a Mexican American, and all the yeah. Mexican actors, uh, all the Mexican characters are played by Mexicans, and you know I think we gave them a lot of of freedom with the script too to to translate or say things the way that they would say them and not yeah. try to be word perfect and and 
take sure. ownership of the dialogue so that it feels real. Um, yeah. It did. It felt very off the, I just, it, it felt real, you know, as a native, you know, uh, Spanish isn't my first language. I do. I'm fluent in both, uh, but it's very real. It just seems very like that's a legit Spanish. You could say, again, anyone speaks Spanish, you can tell it right away. It'd be the same thing for English. If you, if you all heard an English, you know, something, right. You'd be like, Oh, this is way off. This is, yeah, yeah. You're like, this is not right at all. It's usually when they talk super slow Spanish because Spanish is not slow. Right. It's fast. It's moves. Yeah. It's like water. And you can yeah. tell immediately if if that's the case. Um, no, it was uh, it, it adds for me, it adds authenticity to the film. You know, yeah. for me, I'm, I'm invested and I'm in it. OK, this is real. Th these guys are really there. Um, you bring up George Lopez. He's the only Mexican-American. I actually thought this was great. I don't think I ever seen this in a film. Y'all actually weren't afraid to show this, too, that his character is, you know, he's a, a, a Border Patrol agent. Mexican-American that doesn't speak Spanish that there's so many people like that and that doesn't get talked yeah. about enough I thought that was hilarious there's such a there's such an assumption that yeah, yeah. Know, that you speak like that if you're Mexican-American you you know your abuelo is from Mexico you, you're gonna be a yeah <laughs> and that's just not the case at all you know no. um no. yeah no. no it's not uh, I knew I know a lot of Mexicans that don't speak any Spanish at all because they grew up here they yeah. just don't, they don't know anything. You know, I was fortunate enough to, again, there's even a lot of Mexicans that don't even get to go back to Mexico uh, for whatever reason. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's just one of those things that I find uh, I thought was hilarious. And he's trying to, like, learn it uh, at the same time. Even when he's in Mexico, he's having problems dealing with the people. Right. Like, um, I, I just thought that was cool. As well, you know? Yeah. And also that yeah. you're not you're not a Mexican anymore. You know, yeah. when a Mexican-American who's second or third generation travels to Mexico, you're, you're the outsider. How do you feel? Yeah, exactly. You're not the outsider anymore, you know, and, and sure. that's, sometimes that can be distancing for them. Or, and, and sometimes you can feel, you know, George had a lot of personal experience with this, of like feeling not quite in either world. You got a, a foot in both worlds, but you feel Tell like me about it. Tell both, me about it. You know, that can be really That was definitely something, you know, in terms of no man's land being, of course, a physical place in the movie and also just a metaphor for what all the characters are going through. And I think yeah. probably none more so than than George Lopez's character. Um, yeah. You know, oh, that's interesting. Texas being a Texas Ranger talking to this very American Bill Greer. Yeah. He's the outsider. He's just a, he's, he might as well be a Mexican cop. And yeah. he's in Mexico trying to get Jackson back. The federales are like you, you know. Yeah, you're an American. You're an American. Go back there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's. Um. I honestly would have never thought he personally felt that way, George Lopez. Um. I I feel that way. My I've sort of felt that way my whole life. Uh. You know, some some Mexicans don't accept me because I'm not full blooded, and then I look. We, you know, let's be real. I grew up in Texas. There are some things that bad people say about Mexicans here. Okay, just it happens. So I've gotten both. Like where. You know, they don't want to accept me either. Well, you're 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 half Mexican. It's like, well, I can't win. Nobody nobody wants to take me in over here. You know, it's like, yeah, it's crazy. That is a weird uh, that I actually never thought about that till now. But yeah, that is a total metaphor uh, for the film. The No Man's Land. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, you know, I also thought it was funny was the Guanajuato scene. Well, I'm sorry, I'm jumping around here, but I, it just stuck out to me that I love that that particular scene about uh uh, Guanajuato. What do you say in the movie? What do you? How do you say it in English? What did you say? In the bus. Yeah, in the bus. You, you said it another way. Uh, 
Ganajato, I think. Yeah, yeah Ganajato. That's a tough. It's a tough, a tough word. I still have trouble. I, it's, I, it's a tough one. It really it, is. Uh, yeah. No. I. I. Uh, I, I do some uh, commercial uh, directing and um, had a client literally yesterday who was complimenting. He had seen the movie and was, nice. was complimenting it, and um, he wanted to know where we shot it, and and he have you know he's very he's, he's from Texas and he's very very Texan and he was yeah struggling to you know he was like how do you pronounce it again. Yeah. And uh, his take on it was pretty similar to yours. And it's, you know, it's, it's a tough one. <laughs> no, it really is. Honestly, in the book, I couldn't tell what you were trying to say. Because in my head, I'm thinking, what city is he saying? I yeah. can't, I, I don't know what, what Mexican city it was. Uh, you know, I couldn't tell until the bus. I think the bus driver said it or somebody uh, like it was like a background sound. Oh. Somebody said Guanajuato. <laughs> I, oh, Guanajuato. Okay, that's where they're going. No, it was great. Uh, not everyone will, uh, you know, that won't necessarily touch everyone but i feel like we've all been in a situation where you're trying to oh god yes you just like just you're just shitting the bed but you just butcher it totally you might think you're doing it perfectly which is like (laughs) jackson might do which is yeah oh okay ganjada that's where i gotta go yeah like no that's funny we all struggle i remember um my wife and i went to france a couple years ago it's our first it was our first time there and we we gotten like an app on our phone. We're like, can I try to phone up on some French so we could, you know, order in French? <laughs> yeah. And I remember just arguing. We were like, I won't, I won't even uh, pain your listeners with my French, <laughs> but uh, we're trying to order, you know, two waters or whatever. And the guy just kept repeating what I was saying back to me. And I was like, and finally, I was like, two two waters, man. I just want two waters. You, you know what I'm saying? Stop messing with me. <laughs> and you know. <laughs> Oh man, that's hilarious. That is so funny. No, it, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of part of the traveling experience. I think you need to, you know, go for it and just yeah, see what happens. Just an appreciation. Uh, you know, you're, you're a, a, a dual linguist, but um, gives you an appreciation of, of people who speak languages. You know, like we're very behind as Americans are just not, just not great at languages. It's not something sure. to put a real priority yeah. on and, in education and you know but that's not true for the rest of the world like most of the rest of the world if you're educated you probably speak two languages yeah, i mean which is amazing. I've, I've directed in mexico colombia indonesia and some other countries uh yeah and, and you know the crews even down the, the the spectrum of you know key personnel to lower personnel most of them speak very good english and that's oh yeah it's just how their education works and prioritizes that. We Plus, a lot of the pop culture stuff it. is in English. Absolutely. I mean, when I was a little kid, yeah. uh, yeah. me, me yeah. and my dad took a trip to Costa Rica, and I remember we picked up some some kids who were hitchhiking, and um, these kids who couldn't have been more than like ten or twelve, they knew we. Had, this was back in the day. Uh, we had a tape of um, Thriller, and uh-huh. they knew every word to every song in english in english and they're, they're english yeah. real rough but yeah singing it, michael jackson songs yeah. they knew every word yeah. that we just <laughs> yeah and we just blared that for three hours and uh you know the, the pop culture stuff really does it you can't underestimate how powerful uh american culture is abroad um 100 sometimes Absolutely. it's bad but mostly in good that's how they learn English. I mean, you know, a lot of my cousins, um, although they learned English in school, like they're being taught, 
they're really learning from movies, music, TV, right? Like they're they're really honing the skill, getting the slang, getting the real. When right, the, yeah. When we lived in Indonesia. I, I remember calling it uh, MTV English because education-wise, there was some English being taught, but the yeah. the accent was yeah. California, like Hollywood English, wow. and you know, you can, and it was really discernible. And yeah. you want to ask them, oh, would you? Where'd you learn English? Did you travel? So did you, you know, go yeah. to school at Berkeley or something? No, I've watched a lot of, <laughs> yeah, a lot of videos, you know. Of course, of course. Uh, well, they played everywhere too. Like you, you, even like I remember going to uh, movies in Mexico when I was a kid, you know, all those cousins would go to the movies and the movies would be in English with subtitles in Spanish, yeah. even in Mexico, right? It was like, they, they're going to get the original uh, movie. Now they're like months behind. Right. So I probably already seen the movie by the time you're right. I'm going to watch it with them. It'd be six months behind. Now, this was a long time. And now I feel like movies come out at the same time or even earlier sometimes, depending uh, yeah. where the market is, you know, which is interesting. Yeah, that, that is such a, you know, an interesting dynamic. Uh, just traveling just between uh, countries. Uh, no, for sure. Uh, what, what's been like the best part about this uh the aftermath of this movie now that you guys have had it done it's out you know is there there's a sense of relief or are you already thinking next project is that sort of like <laughs> you don't even get to bask in this moment I definitely had a sense of a sense of relief when it finally came out i mean this was like a near seven year project for us oh wow wow, uh, wow. and there was a uh it was like you, you work on something for seven years and then there's like a couple weeks especially you know in 2021 it's like the marketing and release of the movie is all kind of in this cacophony, you know, of like three weeks leading up to the, to the release, you get like that big opening weekend, you know? Sure. But like, that was definitely like, Oh wow. Okay. So seven years going down into one weekend. Yeah. Cool. That will decide whether yeah. or not that was a success or a failure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. There, it's just scary to, you put Ooh. a lot, of, you know, it, it, this is art and it's our passion and you know, a lot of blood, sweat and tears went into it yeah. and stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, you give your, your movie out to the pe- to, to the public and people judge it and, and talk about it and, mm-hmm. you know, think about it and either they like it or they don't. Yeah. And, you know, or they, or, or they, you know, like it's, it's, yeah. it's intense. Yeah. Uh, and you, we take it all, you know, very personally. And I will say the, the best thing has been, you know, social media can be a very double-edged sword, um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but in a good way. <clears throat> probably my favorite thing has been a lot of really personalized uh, messages and comments from people that, that had a strong connection to the film who maybe are like you and, you know, awesome. live in America, but or live in the States, but have Mexican parents or, you know, my grandmother crossed the border, my father crossed the border, I crossed the border and now I showed my children your movie and we cried. Sure. You know, like yeah. for me, it's that's just incredibly great. personal feedback that is, yeah. that's why we do what we do yeah um, sure yeah no that's that's got to be the best yeah that definitely that's- would have to be the best part for sure if it was me that like that personal yeah I look any mexican watching this is going to relate to it okay there's just no doubt about it that's a it's just part of the even if you're a you know southern mexican if you will right like even if you don't live near the border or you're not near that situation because there's a lot of mexicans that you know not all mexicans live at the border 
Okay, yeah. so like, there's a whole country going on. Immigrants. Look, there's a lot of my family that does not want to come to America. Okay, yeah. a big portion of my family in Mexico, they don't want to come to America. They're not they're not interested in moving here. They have zero yeah. interest in coming here. It's like, what? You don't want to the lights, the American dream. It's like, no, they've been here. They've eaten at Taco Bell. They're not coming back. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like that's a and it's it's like okay you got your life here you do I get it you're successful you do your thing here you you why would you you know it's like we have this assumption I think somebody they think you know all Americans think all Mexicans are trying to get into this country they're all just fighting to like it's like that's not the case at all now they have nothing against America the same reason you're not moving to Mexico they're not coming to America you have your life you're doing your thing you're you know yeah. whatever uh, happy where you are. You're you're happy where you are. Exactly. You're doing your thing. No, I, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah, I think um, as well, um, knowing people who have crossed, that's got to be impactful. People who have either know somebody that have crossed like that or themselves have crossed. To watch that movie, y'all's movie, definitely is going to be uh, emotional uh, for sure. Right. Like that's oof. That's intense. Um, you know, the way it starts off, right? Uh, what, what, let's talk about this a little bit. There's many ways to cross over. Why, you know, what, did y'all have different discussions about that journey and how it would look? Yeah. You mean in terms, yeah, I mean, like the total cross? Yeah, like, look, they, they, you, you even, y'all even bring something up in the movie that does never gets talked about because coyotes always get talked about, the coyotes, but the shepherds. Yeah, y'all yeah. brought that up and y'all brought up, I, I just think y'all showed different aspects of that part that doesn't really get talked a lot about and how it's just a very transactional thing. Yeah. It's just a very, like, it, right? Like every day. Yeah. I mean, people forget, like for, for some people it's an everyday. Thing. It's happening every day. They're making Most deals people, every day, right? There's, yeah, there's things happening. Have crossed multiple times. It's totally sure. normal. Yeah. I mean, cause then also yeah. they, go, they want to go home. Some, you know, a lot of people who come for work for a while, eventually they want to go home. Sure. Cross it legally back and yep. cross it legally back to come in. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, that's not a normal. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, the, the coyotes get talked about. There's good, there's good, there's like anything. There's good ones, bad ones. Yeah. Um, it's unregulated. It's like drug dealers, right? right? Like there's good, look, there are good drug dealers. Why did I say that? Yes, I did. There are, you know, you go buy some weed from a guy, he doesn't rip you off. That's a good, that's a good deal. I, we're happy. Uh, but there's well, obviously, you know, others that are, dangerous and, and violent and, uh, and with, with laws changing it's just a reminder you know the fact that like marijuana has become you know practically legal legal everywhere at least at a statewide level a lot of sure. states. then the law changes a little bit and all of a sudden like right now you know whether you're a shepherd or a coyote you you're doing something illegal if you're helping yeah. people across you you are taking part in illegal activity but the law changes a little bit you're not <laughs> yeah. you're you're a drug dealer and you're selling pot one day what you're doing is illegal get you in prison uh, the next day but you still you still can't sell a drug drug that's a complicated thing when it comes to you know human decisions it's just like putting putting a, a line in the sand that oh for sure border is we, we choose to make those borders Accidentally. Hey, hey guys, one second. I'm so sorry. Let, uh, two seconds. So, someone just, yeah, my dog, someone just knocked on my door. Let me just tell him to, I'm so sorry, guys. Hey, yeah, hang on one second. Guys. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, guys. All right, no problem. 
I apologize. Uh, Look, can you believe that they're coming to check the sprinklers in my plate right now? I'm like, are you serious? Right this second? You get in a lot of trouble. If you're in California, yeah. Send the send the SWAT team over if you Oh really? No, I mean not. It's not. <laughs> but they'll send you Just a big the local share. Send you a big ass bill, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, that's true. Precious resource here. Hey, that's true. Yeah. How, how different is it? Talk about how long have y'all how long have y'all been in uh yeah, how long have y'all been in California? Um I've lived here for I've lived here on and off for six years. Um, you know, it's like, it's weird as an actor because you live here because you feel that you need to be here as an actor, but every time you yeah. book, they just send you somewhere else. Um, that's always kind of funny. It's like anytime <laughs> I'm working, it's not here. Yeah, that's um, funny. But yeah, six years for me. I'm you kind of the same. Back and forth. Yeah. Oh, the same. Uh, so has it been a big jolt, uh, a change of... Some things, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, sure. been, like same with water. Like you, if you buy yeah. Dallas, I don't like the the water isn't exactly like the highest pr- concern of yours. But then here, you're like, oh, not at all. Yeah, <laughs> gonna, gonna get rid of all this grass. Yeah, um, really. Uh, oh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, people. Yeah, if you don't know, water is yeah. expensive here. Um, that's crazy. I did notice when I went to San Francisco that people had well, I guess not San Francisco, like Napa Valley area. People had rocks in their yard like no grass it was like all rocks i don't know when they decided this but it's a very like uh eco-friendly choice to do i I thought it was great i hate mowing a fucking lawn like i mean california garden where you have like rocks and like sucklings and yeah cactus and stuff that would be like the that's the green version of what would be here anyways and it doesn't require a lot of water if you want to say it makes sense i I get it I'm all about it. I think, uh, you know, we should adopt that more here. There's so many yards. I mean, y'all know Texas, right? There's so many yards here. That's yeah. It's nothing worse than more. Yeah, a lot of grass. Uh, okay, got, look, guys, I won't take up too much more of your time. Um, was there anything I didn't talk about that y'all wanted to discuss, that y'all wanted to push? Well, obviously, we'll tell everyone where to see it and all that sort of stuff. But was there anything that, uh, yeah, we didn't go over? No, I just, I, I, I just hope that... Uh that your viewers and listeners enjoy the movie as much as we enjoyed making it and, you know, get to walk away with it, thinking about some of the stuff that we talked about here. Absolutely. No, it's a fantastic film. I'm sure y'all have heard that uh, so much. I'm sure it doesn't hurt to hear, you know, one more time. It's always nice. Yeah. You're like, you know what? Stop, please stop telling me. Right. Like you're like, tell me more. Yeah. Criticize it. Yeah. I'm sure those are somewhat interesting to read. Like I owned a food truck for many years in Austin and I actually, my favorite things to read were sort of like the reviews that were a little critical. I'll be like, yeah, you know, damn it. The, the salt or the, the you know, something about yeah. the food, right? Like, no, and some, sometimes it hits on something that you, that you, true. you, you know, not everyone's perfect. Like you do something you're like, oh, I wish I could get that one back. Yeah. Yeah. Or make a different choice or whatever. And, and it's, uh, I've never met anybody that likes a good review as much as they hate a bad review. Sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, yeah. it's, I've gonna never been able to do it. Dwell on the negative. <laughs> someone can say that you're the, you've made the greatest movie in the world and you finally, someone finally made the perfect Western and you're like, all right. And then <laughs> someone's like, I like this one scene. And you're like, 
What the hell is your problem? Ooh, man. Man? <laughs> uh, I love to put some vendetta against me, and I obviously saw a filmmaker, and they're obviously right. I should never make another movie. <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we're built that way. It's like poker, right? They say you 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 always remember uh, the bad beats. Yeah, right? that's it. You always. No, but do. honestly, yeah, we we made the movie for people to start. Uh, made it a fun thriller that tackles an issue that's topical. And we made this movie for people to talk about, no matter what their opinions on it are. I think it, it does make you, it's, it's something that people enjoy watching that, that makes you think. And, um, sure. you know, we, we invite that discussion. That's why we made the movie. That's awesome. That's awesome. No, guys, again, re- really commend y'all. It's a you know phenomenal piece of work that y'all put together and people are definitely going to enjoy the movie. And those that have already seen the movie, I've definitely enjoyed this conversation, get to know y'all a little bit more. And if you haven't seen the movie, get out and see it. I don't think we spoiled anything too, too much. I think you can still watch it at this point. So yeah, for sure. And rewatch it. It's a great film to rewatch. I actually watched it twice. So it's a good, it's a good rewatchable uh, film. So anyway, thank you guys so much. Uh, hope you all the best in, uh, in California. And uh, if you're ever in Texas and Dallas and need something, please uh, feel free to look me up. I'm here. So awesome, guys. Yes, there you go. <laughs> awesome, guys. Y'all be good. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to TexasRealFood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal organic sources it's a fun site that brings all natural options all together i hope you enjoyed this episode for more information go to the lonestarplay.com i'm your host patrick scott armstrong until next time <laughs>